911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. Breaking news from Newsmax.com. President Donald Trump said on Thursday that delivery of the coronavirus vaccine would begin next week and the week after, speaking to U.S. troops overseas via video link to mark the Thanksgiving holiday. Trump said that the vaccine would initially be sent to the frontline workers, medical personnel, and senior citizens. Well, I don't know about you, but there's no fucking way I would ever get that vaccine. And I say that lightly. And I'm saying I say that lightly because I know many, many people who believe that this is our only hope, that they have to get the vaccine. And I want to explain to you why I believe that this is something that we need to really take seriously when it comes to the longevity of our health. The very first time and the only time that I ever received the flu vaccine, this was in the 2006-2007 flu season. I was working in a medical office. I got the vaccine. As soon as I got the vaccine, I started to taste metal in my mouth. And it's very similar to putting a nine volt battery on your tongue. It was very similar to that taste. Certainly not the zinging feeling, but um, that was what I tasted in my mouth. And as soon as I noticed that I was experiencing something, I started to realize, and this all happened in a matter of less than a minute, that my chest was on fire. My my look down, I started to get hives all over my chest and it started to feel really hot. And I don't know if it was because of me recognizing that there was something taking place in my body that was very uncomfortable, but I started to have a little bit of hampered breathing and my temperature went up by four degrees. The instant that I got the flu vaccine, I had to sit with a doctor. Again, luckily, I had worked in the doctor's office and I sat with him for about two hours And it scared me. It scared me to have something happen that quickly from a vaccine. Now, I have always had a very sensitive body, a very sensitive reaction to to anything foreign. And I've had all of my childhood vaccines. Clint and I travel a lot, you know, having to have repeat hepatitis A vaccines and things like that. And I never had any sort of reaction to anything like that. And I don't recall my mom ever disclosing to me that anything happened when I was younger. Certainly different medications. Um, I'm allergic to steroids, for example. But when that happened to me, I was told, and then I also discussed this with the pharmaceutical rep, that I should never get another flu vaccine because having such a bad reaction, when you're allergic to something or you have an adverse reaction, inducing that same something into your body, you will have an even worse reaction the next time. And being as how I have no idea what component of that vaccine I had an adverse reaction to, I was told and will never get it again. So that's my reasoning for not getting the flu shot ever. Um, I had a very bad experience. Now, when it comes to the coronavirus vaccine, I have, for the past two weeks, been trying to seek out the exact ingredient list so that I could go back, because I have already pulled the 2006-2007 influenza makeup, and I have that ingredient list, but I can't, for the life of me, find either coronavirus vaccine in its entirety. And that's something that scares me. So what that would mean is that until those vaccines are released, And the public is then able to, every vaccine, when you get it in the box, there's this insert, and the insert goes over every single 
allegedly, every single component, all of the makeup, um, the chemistry, the biochemistry, the indicators, the reactions, the probability of death. That's what every single vaccine has inside of the the insert inside of the box. And right now it's not public information. We're not privy to that. And so that is a little alarming to me because I think that it's important for us to be able to research these things at the onset before we have 20 million coronavirus vaccines that are suspected to be produced and distributed in the month of December alone. That just blows my mind. That is crazy. Um, When you do the math, there's just over 350 million people in the United States. And to have 20 million vaccines that we're going to to give, I mean, doing the conversion of the populace versus the vaccine and just all of the unknown contributors around it. And the the flip side to this is I know people who, of every age, the elderly, the younger, who unquestionably will get this vaccine. Now, I spoke to a doctor a few months back, and this doctor told me there is no way that they would get this vaccine. There is no way they would get this vaccine. And it takes a minimum of 10 years for us to be able to produce and then study the efficacy, and then also the risk factors that are contributing to any vaccine that we have on the market. Now, I think I've talked about this on the show before. The MMR is the quickest produced vaccine that we have ever had on the market, and it took five years for us to be able to do that. And that doctor has since told me that, of course, they're going to get the vaccine, but Dr. Fauci needs to get it first. Now, what the fuck does that have to do with anything else? And why does Dr. Fauci have any more precedence? Why is his life more important, doctor, than any of the other test subjects who have gotten this vaccine? Now, to me, not only is that, it's just a an ignorant statement, especially coming from somebody in the medical field. However, what that told me, we always need to look at the underlining element when anybody says something, is that you yourself have doubts to this vaccine. Now, the other side of this is the people that know that they're going to get it. They can't wait to get it. They believe that this is their only hope to be able to survive the coronavirus if they get it. And I understand that, but I do want to caution that it might be worth your while, just like so many other vaccines, this was worth the while. It's always been worth the while to let the trial period exist for just a little bit longer. And kudos to those people who were in these studies, kudos to those people who have already received these trial vaccines and who received you know, them at the onset, which that vaccine is completely different than the vaccine that is now being distributed. But I do want to caution the importance of making sure that we understand what the side effects are. And especially if you're older. My dad, for example, he is turning 70 years old on the 20th of December. Of course, he is his own grown man and he is very well capable of making decisions for himself. However, I am going to try my best to educate him on the importance of making sure that he's taking caution and he's making this decision for himself and not because he's being told by the government or anybody else that he has to have it done. And I think that it's important for all of us to take a step back for a second and maybe analyze this. I personally do not 
seek out the medical attention of allopathic physicians. What does that mean? That means that practitioners of modern medicine I do not go to unless essentially I need to have my body cut into. I instead seek out the education of holistic practitioners. I know somebody who um, is my own personal holistic doctor. He is also a DO. He is also an acupuncturist. He is also, he has many certifications on paper. Anybody would want to go to him. However, he understands my own personal needs. And when it comes to removing the heavy metals that are interjected, I'm sorry, injected, there we go, into our body, I guess interjected would work too, into our bodies when we receive any vaccine, it is not easy to remove those heavy metals from our intestines. And I just so happen to suffer from a lot of um, intestinal issues. And that's been one of the things that we've been working towards is to remove the heavy metals. As a, a human being right now, if you've ever had a vaccine before, you have heavy metals existing in your body because of that. And I'm not going on some woo-woo anti-vax thing. I'm just talking about the the actual facts when it comes to um, what happens after you get the vaccine. This is something that not a lot of people talk about, not a lot of people know. And because of the severe problems that I have, I have we know that that's just an additional contributing component as to what's harmful for me and why I have such difficulty with what my medical issues are. So you know, that that's just something for me to consider too as a as a person. I have a long life to live. And when we're considering the risk versus reward, we have to consider all of the facts. And all of the facts are contributing components, such as how old are you? How high risk are you? What are the chances of you getting the, the virus? What are the differences between getting this virus versus getting the flu? You know, we need to educate ourselves on this for ourselves and not just go off of what the mainstream media is telling us. It's important for us to understand this. And I think that the better armed we are with being able to educate ourselves, the more comfortable we're going to feel regardless of whatever we choose. I know the vaccine is going to be incredibly suitable for a lot of people and perhaps my dad will get it and I want him to be as safe and comfortable, but that's not my decision. That's his decision. And I think that when we take a step back and we allow ourselves just a little bit of breathing room to do our own due diligence and our research, which can't fully be executed until we know exactly what brand of the vaccine you would be receiving. That would be a very important question to ask. And then to be able to research, ask your doctor, can I have the the product insert? Can I see what's going to be going into my body? And take it home and study it for yourself. You're allowed to do these things because whatever vaccine you get, if you choose to get it, this is something you literally will have to live with for the rest of your life. These vaccines that I got when I was, you know, one to two and then four and then nine and, you know, 11 and 16, like all the vaccines that we get when we're children, whether we understand it or not, we live with that for the rest of our lives. So I think it's important for us to all know that we have the ability to be able to research and study this for ourselves and that nobody can tell us what we should or shouldn't do. But ultimately, you need to come to the conclusion for yourself that is going to be something that you're comfortable with and that you can live with forever. And that might mean for you to get the vaccine just so that you think that you can live forever in case something were to happen to you. And know that whatever you choose you need to know that you support yourself and that is really all that matters and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.